Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast with your host, Edward Cheney, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the November 18th broadcast of the Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan. That's me. And Annette. Hello, Annette. Hi, Ed. How are you tonight? Oh, how are you doing? I'm fine. You fine? You sound awful quiet tonight in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a little heady with a cold, and we haven't had heat, so I'm sitting by the warm fire. <laughs> ooh, ooh. But we're all alive and we're all fine. Yeah, at least it's somewhat reasonably warm out there, you yes, know, sir. for the time of year. <laughs> Not kind of like it's it ain't like it's ten degrees out. So, uh, well, maybe the show will warm you up even more. Oh. Um, our guest tonight is Mr. Chad Lilly of Aware Talk Radio Broadcast, and incorporates all fields of science from the normal to the paranormal, from the physical to the metaphysical. Hello, Chad. You there? Yes, sir, Ed, I am. How are you this evening? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? i tell you what, I'm smiling. That's the first time I've ever had anyone introduce me, and uh, I like that. That's interesting. <laughs> Welcome, Chad. <laughs> no, I appreciate being on with you guys. I, I caught the show the other night with, uh, you know, Souls and Their True Journey, and uh, that was fascinating. It was definitely a very interesting show. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Annette had a, um, had a little phrase for... You was our guest tonight. <laughs> well, Chad, we, we know that, you know, your scope of knowledge and your range of things that you like to talk about is broad. So I said, well, Ed, let's just keep it simple. Let's just call it Chat with Chad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds, uh, well, I don't know about interesting, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where do you want to go, Chad, um, uh, with the discussions? Um, do you want to talk about what's going on in the world today? Um, I know... Um, do you want to talk about how maybe we're being misinformed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Well, that sounds like a good place as any to start. Um, I don't know when we say misinformed. I mean, that's such a broad range. I mean, everything from um, we can start back in high school. You notice how when we took the test and there was 100 questions or you get 100% correct, you didn't get 97% uh, of them correct. It was minus. 3%. So immediately we were always taught to focus on, I don't know, what's deficient or what's incorrect rather than what is correct. 
I guess I'm getting sidetracked already, but um, yes, I would have to say that we're definitely very misinformed and apparently by design because um, all of the public education systems are funded um, by our governments and the children that come out the other end of them, only half of them can even read. And if that's not what they wanted in the first place, I'm sure that they wouldn't fund the school systems. Very, uh, very interesting thought on that concept. And what would be, what would you think, your opinion, would be the reason for maybe this type of uh, manipulation, I guess you could say? Okay, that's a good question. Um, so that those who have can, can keep it, and those who don't have might not, able, might not be able to be informed enough to use the tools that it takes to acquire it. Um, cooperation is an excellent example. Uh, and back to high school, you remember we were always taught don't copy off your neighbor. You know, you can't cheat. That's cheating. But yet in the real world, um, success is only created when people cooperate. And I don't care if this is industry, people, uh, your neighbor, whoever. Uh, we only succeed when we cooperate. So immediately we're teaching our children not to cooperate. We're teaching them tools that... Um, that don't help them succeed. And the reason that I think that they're taught that is because those who have those things, 3% um, are wealthy and the other 97% have a job. Does that make sense? Yeah, and so basically if you're not educated to ask the questions, the questions won't be asked. Exactly, and if you are one of the 3%, then you want the next generation of 97%ers to come and work for your companies, your steel corporations, your, well, your Microsofts. I mean, we're moving now into data where information is, is the new commodity. That will be on the Dow Jones or the, uh, the NASDAQ board next. It will be information <laughs> and the value of it each day. I hope, that was, I hope that actually answered some of the question as far as why has it happened because you can't have people sitting around thinking about it because people are intelligent and they will figure it out. So you have to keep them dumbed down with episodes of Seinfeld or the Super Bowl or the next big thing, um, anything that can be promoted rather than, just to keep people distracted and preoccupied rather than focusing on themselves. Because when we or chaos. Them, or cause yeah. chaos. Well, that's right. Uh, and yeah. then, of course, we need more police and more SWAT teams and more snipers in the distance. <laughs> and that's why I think that it's set up the way it is, is because um, uh, it seems like a handful of men actually direct the course of the whole world, and um, I don't know that I trust that handful of men. <laughs> no. Chad, I guess my biggest question would be, how many people, okay, start with a handful, how many people does it take to administrate something that huge. That huge. You mean like the IMF, oh. like, the, like the World Bank? Well, I'm not sure what it's called, but in order oh. to manipulate oh, okay. the, the entire population, you're, I mean, I hear you saying, you know, kids in school. So right away, that's all the teachers. Do they even know that? Is, no, it, no, 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 no. In fact, um, everything's so compartmentalized that basically, okay, when you've got 600 people that design and build just the base for a turret gun that sits on a warship, and those people are making bolts um, that weigh 83 pounds a piece, they're just making the bolts. 
they don't even know what the bolts they're making go to. They have no idea. Um, but their only job is to make that one bolt. And that's just an analogy uh, is the way as far as information and everything else goes out is people are, uh, most people are good people. In fact, if you listen to the news, uh, you might be scared to go outside because you think, you know, any moment you're just going to be assaulted or robbed or, you know, kidnapped or all these horrible things. Um, and yet when you actually go out into the world and you see most people, you realize most people are decent. You know, the world's not filled with horrible, evil people. Uh, most people are uh, seem to be pretty decent. So what is going on? Why is it if the world is filled with so many decent and good people, why do we have these little orchestrations and these wars and all these things going on? You know, uh, and it's the reason is is because it's so compartmentalized that uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, but no, I don't want to come across as saying, oh yes, everyone's against you. It's all a big thing. No, no, no. Um, the way I see it, or what I've come to find out after being fascinated and, and always wanting to study these things, well, it was fascinating before it was real. It was fascinating to think that could this really be going on? Is this really happening? Uh, the more you actually see of it, then it's not so fascinating anymore, and it's just kind of like, <laughs> let me watch Seinfeld. I don't want to see this anymore. Right. Uh, <laughs> it makes. <clears throat> what have you found out, Chad? What would you... If you were to make specific statements that you would stand behind, okay. what would you say about today and what's coming? What's coming? Yeah. Well, I would say that the one thing that seems apparent is whoever is pulling the strings, I don't exactly know that I know, uh, but I, it's obvious that they are being pulled. And at the end of the line, the end goal um, seems to be chaos. And so here's something to watch for. Uh, especially in the United States, or what we call the United States, uh, the North American Union, if you like that terminology better for all mm -hmm. you PNAC fans. Um, but, it, but in the United States, watch what's happening, because you're going to see it ruined, uh, literally destroyed, inside and out, uh, economically, the structure, all the things that have made this country great and actually made it a, a world world power, I guess is the word, a world power in 250 years? I mean, geez, they must have been doing something right. I mean, you know, we've got yeah. cultures like uh, China, Japan, that have been around thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And here, America, whatever that is, has only been here 250, and now we're pretty much uh, setting up shop all over the world. Does anyone ever find that curious, by the way? Um, but anyway, I guess I'm getting sidetracked, as I usually do. Uh, <laughs> what was the original question? I'm sorry. What, what do you, what was that you desire? Um, so by teaching them those things, I think you're doing the best thing you can do. You know, of course, we can't protect them forever. Homeschooling, I would say yes. Uh, we've seen already in statistics that homeschool children outperform on every level because they're getting exactly what they need um, rather than this programming that uh, doesn't teach them to think. It just teaches them to memorize and regurgitate come Friday. And that's yeah. how they want. They, they want intelligent monkeys enough to press the buttons but not intelligent monkeys enough to start questioning because then that hundredth monkey thing kicks in and then they have no control anymore. <laughs> they hate that. <laughs> right. Um, I got a question. Um from one of the guests, guest number 761 on our chat board. 
uh, barcodes. Do they mean anything to you? Uh, what did he say? Bar barcodes, you know, the stuff oh, on the packages. Sure. Yeah, yeah, somebody says uh, that they it makes them scary or they're scary. Yeah, it is scary because barcodes are the next generation of RFID chips to where, okay, it'll be like this. When you go into the grocery store, um, everything's got a barcode on it already, whether it's a, mm -hmm. a tube of toothpaste or whatever. It's, it's all got a barcode on it. Well, the next generation will be those barcodes that have RFID chips in it. So, and because you will have to have a new national, and me, have to have a new national ID come May of 2008, um, that little ID will have that RFID chip in it, and that will be one step closer to you being able to walk into the supermarket, grab whatever you want. There won't be any cash registers or checkouts. You just grab it and walk out the door because as soon as you walk out the door, the reader will read and scan everything in your cart or bag and d deduct the amount directly out of your account, which is attached to your new driver's license. That like, whoa, like whoa. That. Can we go back to something? You said 2008, sure. we're going to have an ID. Yeah. Yeah, national IDs will be, well, they're already, the bill's already out, but it's just a matter of getting everybody on board with it. There's still a couple states that are, like, going, no, no, we don't want to do it. Um, I consider them the smart ones, but, um, but yeah, it, 2008, May is the date so far that the new national ID cards will be. That's why all the Americans trying to get passports right now, you see how difficult it is because there's such a huge line because everybody knows that come May of 2008, the passport requirements would be totally different too. And that's why a um, couple of states came up in the Democratic debates are saying Ill illegal aliens will get free driver's license too. Well, yeah, that's one of the debates. Um, they're talking about when if you're going to have to issue new driver's license to everybody, then, yeah, how can we include this 30 million you know, segment of the population that yeah. supposedly doesn't exist? Uh, I don't know. It's just, it gets all political from there. But I do know that there is a push to get everybody a new standardized national ID card. In fact, there's a good um, article on it on Inner Circle Publishing. I forgot the... Uh, where it came from, but I saw it one time and I posted it there, and it explains it pretty pretty detailed and from all the sources and stuff like that. But yeah, that is something the gentleman that or the the person that mentioned out of the chat room about the uh, the barcodes. Mm -hmm. It is scary because somebody's taken inventory. The fact that every human born has a birth certificate, and when you get married, you need a marriage certificate, and the fact that you die, you will need a death certificate. Somebody's taken inventory. Well, even at shopping at Jewels, you need a debit card or a card to get exactly. the discounts. Exactly. You know? And once the barcode slash RFID chip, digital angel implant, whatever they want to call it, once it's embedded into your hand, which is what they want, then, well, you've read the Bible. Yeah, somebody said it's an act of Lucifer. Um, what do you feel, Annette? I don't see you being one of follow uh Get in line to be um, <laughs> barcoded or uh, marked or uh, <laughs> no every, way. Everybody, I'm so, uh, I am so close to being off the grid and just trying to be under the weather, you know, <laughs> under the radar. Um, you know what? I, I guess if they put a gun to my head, <laughs> I would have to. Or if they threatened me in some way, is the lively? You know, I had a dream a couple of weeks ago that was just crazy with one of those okay we have you in a room and 
where, oh, you're what religion, and you're what doing what, and you have what's about the children, and how are they being, and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, you know, can you tell the truth? Can you not? What can you say? And, you know, and I woke up in this cold sweat, hugging my little, I ran in the room, oh, kids, you know, oh, my gosh, you're not gone. Wow. But, you know, uh, you know, I mean, I think what we're talking about, something like that potentially could happen. I know we're running out of time, but when you just said that, do you know what Rex 84 is? No. Rex 84 is our marine program to to separate families. Um, See, when martial law goes into into effect, the marines are the branch that are given the job to come and take you from your kids. And in Rex 84, they practice. They've got clips. You can you can Google Rex 84 now. It's uh, it's unclassified. It's public knowledge. Just the public doesn't know, but uh, you can watch Marines do drills of taking families out of their homes, and it's all mock. I mean, even the the families are taken out of the homes. They're actors. They're they're doing a drill because see, you gotta. It's hard to get people to do this to other human beings. You've got to train them, and this is Rex eighty four is the training of the dream that you had. Oh, oh my gosh! I know. Is that going to be up tonight scanning the computer or what? No, I'll be Not believe me. I, I wish, you know, the good thing is, I don't want this to end on such a down note, but the good thing is, is we get to decide. We've let it get this far by being unaware. You know, we can wake up, and if everybody realizes right now today, you've got to remember, we outnumber these people 50 to 1. 50 to 1. And 50 to 1 against an Abrams M1A2, we still win. They're doing it in Iraq right now. But, we can still determine what happens in the future. We're not under anyone's control, even electronically. And uh, by being awake and aware, that's the greatest thing we can do for ourselves, the people around us, and taking care of each other. You know, Jesus said love one another. That's that's very wise, but it's also hard to do. And I think if you can't if you can't at least love one another, at least learn to leave each other alone. Oh, I agree yeah. on that. <laughs> Somebody sent a, um, a chat message real fast. We only got about two minutes, Chad, and my screen just went. Okay, it says, uh, "Does Chad, does Chad, a firm believer of the oneness? What does that mean? I don't have the faintest idea what they're." The oneness. Well, that could be vague enough to be just about anything. I do think okay. we're all one when it comes to energy, uh, mm. but I don't know what that person's referring to. I mean, I don't know what the oneness is. Okay, uh, I thought maybe it was something. Uh, um, do you be- okay? Let me. I'm, I'm going backwards and looking at other posts. Do you believe in a creator? How's that? Yes. Uh, obviously, here we are created. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I believe that there's <laughs> definitely a creator. I think that's okay. funny. Can you imagine creating something and then it's standing there going, "No, you don't exist." <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just. Uh, just throwing it out there, what they asked. So, absolutely, absolutely. I wish we had more time for that because that's that's excellent points of view. You know. Okay, they're saying Namaset, N N A M A S T E, whatever. Namaste. Namaste means I greet the divine within you. From the center of my God self to you to yours, I greet the divine within you. It's a Sanskrit greeting that monks and uh, mystics that we use to say hello. Okay, okay. <laughs> the person responded great, so I guess you answered the question. Chad, I'd like to say thank you for being uh, on the program tonight. 
It was it's been fun. great, Ed. I love being here with you guys. I love listening to your show. What you're doing is what what the world needs. You're waking people up. You know, this is yeah, what we're, we're trying to touch different subjects, not just ghosts and things that go boo in the night. Exactly. So, <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. I would love okay. to be on with you again. You know, visit us at Wear Talk Radio. You know, you and we'll on. yeah, visit Chad's um, uh, broadcast. He uh, listened to the. He's on, what did you say again, Chad? You got 52 uh, seconds. A, a Wear Talk Radio on Blog Talk okay. here. Okay. Yeah. Our next show I, will be December 2nd, and we're going to have Psychic CJ Sellers on, and she's going to be talking about the TV broadcast she's going to be on, TV show, regular TV. And Annette, did you enjoy tonight? I did. I'm in love with Chad. <laughs> well, I wish he was go. my next door neighbor because oh, we would just chat and chat, <laughs> chat with Chad. There you go, Chad. She's never even said that about me. So, oh, I love you to pieces, Ed, and you know it. Okay. Um, I created you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We won't even go there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Until next time, good night. Good night, all. Annette, I'll give you a call in a minute. Blessed be. Bye-bye. Blessed be.